jingle jangle jewelry, jingle jangle jewelry, lovely lovely lovely, jingle jangle jewelry, lovely lovely lovely, jingle jangle jewelry, poker my bum, jingle jangle jewelry, jingle jangle jewelry, put me chuck me starfish, lock me chuck me starfish, lovely lovely lovely, start my poker bullets, lovely lovely lovely, come and chuck your muck. Lovely, 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 jingle jangle jewelry, up me cabriole, I'm not so sharp, lift the northern, 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 up the chocolate speedway, chalk your chicken, up your charlie hole, lovely, 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 jingle jangle jewelry, time to chuck your muck over your sister's jubilees, lovely, 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 time to rape a turkey, lovely, 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 up the Christmas tree. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. This is the holiday show, part two, with special guests. Wackerly? You're supposed to say Hello. your name. Oh, I'm Lance, Lance Wackerly. Wackerly. Yeah, Lance I was Wackerly. waiting for you to lead the show. So You, you totally missed the cue, though. It was like a special guest. Oh. It's wackily. Okay, well, here I am. <laughs> and John Steele. What's up, Steele? Not much. What's going on, turd burglars? Hey, it's uh, happy holidays to the two of you. Merry uh, Merry Christmas. Isn't it? It's, it's the night before Christmas. Isn't it? Or, no, tomorrow. No, it's tomorrow. before Christmas Eve. Right? Oh, yeah. I fucking, I, I don't know this shit. I, I forget. It's Christmas Eve Eve, if you want to be technical. It's the Eve of Christmas Eve. Yeah. Correct. Um, you, do you guys, uh, you guys ready for the holiday? You get, get all your Christmas shopping done? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, did. You know, now you can just go on Amazon and like do it all in like about five minutes if you really don't care about what people get very much. Like yeah, but don't me. you just get people a gift card and just say, fuck it? No, I do the, uh, <laughs> what I do is the, like the Hickory Farm sausage, you know, box, whatever the, <laughs> <laughs> you get them sausages? It's a Christmas thing, D. You wouldn't understand. It's not. Yeah, D. Don't it's you remember? You would not get it, but it's pretty typical. Yeah, but I mean, even even because he's Jewish, he should remember the Hampton Square Mall, where we used to, where we grew up in Essexville. Every Christmas time, like around November after Thanksgiving, they'd have those little kiosks in the middle of the mall that would sell like the Pepperidge Farm sausage packages. And would they like with the wrapped in the plastic? Crackers? And like in uh, a wood backing. Let me point out that the Saginaw Mall, I don't even think it had, I think they had a permanent like storefront. Maybe it was Hickory Farms, which is different than Pepper Farm, but they might as well be the same thing. Yeah, they, they had a year round storefront. Shit. You know, I, I remember you could buy that stuff all. The, but it's bit it's it's bigger on Christmas. You know, is that what you got for your wife? 
No. <laughs> she gets a different kind of sausage. <laughs> but I don't so, like the sounds of that. So what happened no, to the Christmas... Be picturing that right What now. happened to the Christmas gambit? I remember in years past, Wackily would just kind of... What, did you talk to her and you guys decided not to do gifts or something? What was that? Yeah, you know how... Uh, you know how... S- super militant atheists are like more annoying than religious people. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. So same, it was like both. that. It became, it became like more of an effort to keep that up rather than, like I said, you know, just go on Amazon and like do four clicks and be done with it. Here's a sausage for you and a sausage for Here's you. A sausage for you and a sausage for you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think, well, I don't want my wife to listen to this, but she got a Victoria's Secret gift card, which women seem to like. I don't know that. I don't know if it tricks them or what, but she hasn't got to listen to this. To I think you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> what about Steele? How much Christmas shopping did you do? Just your parents? My parents and my brother and his face got two kids, so mostly most of the money I spend is on on his offspring. My, I mean, my parents have everything they need. My brother has everything he needs, so I get them like some gift cards and shit. And that's about it. I think I bought my dad this year. I think I bought him a leaf blower, like a battery operated <laughs> leaf blower or something. So I'm all set. I'm done. I'm done shopping for the year. Do you have any coworkers? Do you do like a secret Santa? Oh, fuck. No, thank God. Those are awful. The secret Santa, because usually if there's a secret Santa thing involved, that means you have a co-work, you have a work party where you have to actually show up and hang out with your coworkers and stuff. No, we don't have any of that stuff. I haven't never, I don't think I've ever worked for a company that had a Christmas party. Have you ever been on the scene, like, you know, looking at somebody who is uh, taking advantage of workman's compensation or something and ran into another P.I.? Uh, it's happened probably five or six times, a handful of times in 20 years. Well, do you guys wear disguises? Like, how did you know he was another PI? You can just tell. I mean, you you can tell when, <laughs> you know, you see somebody in the front of a vehicle and then all of a sudden they disappear in the back and they're kind of looming around the same area you are. And sometimes there's only been a couple times where they're actually watching the same person I was watching. There's been a couple other occasions where they were watching somebody else who lived down, you know, in the same neighborhood that I was in. All the scofflaws. You you, you can kind of tell. And they can tell you as well. They can pick you out. Do you ever team up like a Starsky and Hutch kind of thing? Uh, Well, if so, I'm David soul or no, I want to be the other guy, Paul Reiser. (laughs) Uh, was it Paul Reiser? Who was the other Paul guy? Reiser. Paul, Paul Reiser's from Mad About <laughs> You. Okay, but he looked like Paul Reiser. I think his yeah, first name was Paul. Hair back then. We had that black poofy uh, hair. Yeah, he looked a man. Well, actually, he looked a little bit like you, D, but with curlier hair. D's hair is pretty curly. He just won't grow it out, even as much as I ask. I could probably do that look if you think about it. Maybe I should. It's probably very hip in the L.A. area. Looking well, like it was in 1977 when Starsky and Hutch was the number one show on CBS. <laughs> so you never just surprised the other private investigators with like a box of that like tricolor popcorn? <laughs> no, I've never done that because un- unbeknownst to me, I've never had 
tricolored popcorn. I've seen it, but I've never actually eaten it. I do carry circus peanuts with me, though, which I enjoy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, that is, that's the worst revelation I've ever heard. Of circus peanuts. Horrible. They're dried up stale marshmallows. Yeah, and they, they taste weird, too. I don't, I don't, I've never got the, the appeal They're very of those. chalky. It's like that and Boston baked beans. What's the point? Yeah, well, I used to give because yeah, I, I admitted I admit that circus peanuts are awful, and for a gimmick and just for the novelty, I used to buy those and hand those out to my friends for Christmas. Like a, you can get them like uh, two for a dollar bags, two for a dollar at Seven Eleven every year. So I'd buy those and just hand those out to friends, and then I would make them eat them in front of me. Because I said it's rude to have somebody give you a gift and then just throw it away. That's pretty rude. So I want to see you eat a few of them first. I think I think I set a dangerous precedent this year. Actually, because it was just easier than buying another gift, I just ordered a Nintendo Switch for my girlfriend on Target. But that's like three hundred bucks. Isn't that a lot to spend for a Christmas gift? God, yes. That's what yeah, I thought. for a girlfriend especially. I mean, girlfriends, if you're not even, like, engaged, I mean, a girlfriend, it's like $25 gift certificate to Bed Bath & Beyond is when you get them. <laughs> well, we usually do, like, a couple hundred bucks. But you got to live in, though, right, D? I mean, you're in. Oh, then it's 50 buck gift card to Bath & Body Works. <laughs> and some sausages. But, uh, you know, it, the thing is, I could have bought her some jewelry and then figured out her fucking ring size or picked out a bracelet or something from somewhere. I was just like, I could order from Target and get a Switch. But it was 300 bucks. And those things don't even come with a fucking video game. You notice that? When did that happen? I don't know. I haven't shopped for video game systems in probably 10 years, so I don't even know what they call I think the last video game system I bought was a Sega Genesis, and it came with Altered Beast. Yeah, I'm that not, was a good game. I'm not sure what year that was. Probably 1993. No. Yeah, they're early to mid nineties. No, no, no. Like eighty nine, ninety, ninety one. Was no, it ninety one? Yeah, Nintendo was still in in the late eighties. It was like the nineties when Sega took over, and then PlayStation in the late nineties. Can we get some real nerds in here, please, on the show? Am I the odd man out? I don't know my technology. I, I, think I, just, the... I graduated high school in ninety three, and we were beyond. Sega Genesis at that what point. What did we have then? Like PlayStation PS1. Vision. PS1. The first PlayStation was out. No Maybe. way. In 93? I'm probably fucking wrong. Does it matter? That, it doesn't matter. About? But I'm just saying Look, what I'm... matters is that they don't give you a free game anymore. I almost wrote them a letter. I almost wrote them a screed. <laughs> I mean, it's bullshit. You, you get through the giant pile of money that they're like sitting behind? <laughs> Find your letter? Probably not. But uh, whatever. I was like, you know, that's fine. How dare you to question my chronological knowledge of video game systems? <laughs> I just I, I feel like I remember being like playing Sega Genesis and wearing like footed pajamas, and I hope I wasn't like eighteen years old at that point, but maybe I was. Um, yeah, I thought actually I think when in nineteen ninety I think it was the the Nintendo. Yeah, are we still talking about me, Lance. Yeah, whatever. We got to move on. We got to move on because I have things to get to. This is the holiday show part two. I have to clarify that I was in. I was at Ferris in 1990, flunking out of college with a 0.0 grade point average, and we were playing Nintendo. Okay. <laughs> and did you shit in someone's pickle jar? Yes. Yes. Okay, I, I remember that. That's a classic college prank: shitting in the pickle jar. 
I get uh, can I go on a tangent about that? So you know how you know in San Francisco and Los Angeles, there's all these sort of food trends, like, and it's always something like deviled eggs or uh, toast is big, like gourmet toast. I was talking to another guy who's from uh, New England, and our idea is we want to do pickled eggs. You know, like, like the shittiest bars in Michigan will always oh, have that yeah. giant jar of pickled eggs. Like, oh, oh yeah, it's so disgusting. Selling those, but like for eight dollars a piece or something, because it <laughs> takes like about five seconds to make a jar of pickled eggs. Like gourmet pickled eggs. Well, we'll call them gourmet. They'll just be the same old shit, though. Yeah, but the the pickled <laughs> eggs in the bars in Michigan have been the same pickled egg in that jar since last Christmas. You know what I mean? Oh, they, they don't. Yeah. But more than one year, I would think, for some of them. It reminds me of Moe's from The Simpsons. Did he always yeah. have those pickled? And that's the only food you could eat at the bar. Right. Well, they keep, and you don't. Have to, I don't think you have to refrigerate them or anything. That's why they can sit, you know, up on a giant shelf in that big jar. What's in the yeah, brine? Well, I don't know, salt, uh, bacteria, <laughs> E. coli. Yeah. Well, I will well, say this. The reason we'll be able to charge like eight or nine dollars per egg is because I will throw like fennel or some shit in there. I don't know. C- cumin, some basil. Yeah, <laughs> I will say this. The bars that have that pickled egg in Michigan are usually the same bars that still have that. Uh, crank towel in the bathroom that's like a cloth <laughs> towel that you just keep cranking around and it's filthy because everybody's hands uses the same towel. Okay, I have I have a story, a secondhand story about that too. Uh, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine who grew up in Ann Arbor, uh, who was that band, the Proclaimers, that sang that? Uh, you I, know, I would walk five thousand miles. Yeah, yeah, miles. So he saw them play in a bar in Ann Arbor. And, you know, they're not American, so maybe they just didn't understand. They're Irish or Scottish or something. And uh, my friend was in the bathroom, another bathroom story here. And uh, one of them, because they're twins or something, right? They look, are they brothers? They look exactly like one of them. He doesn't know which comes into the, the bathroom. It has the crank towel that goes, you know, it's just a big loop. <laughs> right. And the, the proclaimer guy washes his hands and then scrubbed his tongue off. <laughs> that towel (laughs) oh my lord is he still alive or did he die i'm gonna have to go to wikipedia and find out is that how they get their dulcet tones i guess so wow (laughs) i don't know about that but it's a great way to get hepatitis c (laughs) holy fuck i don't like the sounds of that at all i don't think that i can't remember the last time i saw a bar that had the old crank towel there's three. There's at least three of them in Bay City still because exactly. that was big, like in 1977. And then most bars just went with the air dryer or the paper towels that you disposable. You'll go take a dump or take a piss at a bar in Bay City, and you get in there, and there's the crank towel on the wall. They always had them in the old market I used to work at because I remember having to change that thing once in a while, but not not nearly as frequently as you would like. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you they have one at Shot and Shell. Remember that place, Steel? Yeah, oh yeah, I think they did at one point. I haven't been in there in probably five or six years, but I think back when I first started going there in the late 90s or, or mid-90s, they definitely had one of those. That's where you could buy cigarettes when you're 14. As gross as it is, it has a very satisfying sound when you pull it. <laughs> you know that like, it's like the chunk, 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 chunk. Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's nice that they give you a nice sound when you pull it to, so it, to go along with your E. coli before you leave the building. <laughs> I wouldn't even touch it. It's disgusting. 
So, Wackerly, oh, I, Wackerly, I have I some San Francisco news I wanted to ask you about. Um, so, I heard that uh, Mayor Ed Lee died. Oh, yeah. What happened there? Did you vote for him? Well, I don't live in San Francisco, so no. Oh, yeah. But see, Ed Lee never, I guess he was voted in once, but uh, the old mayor at one point left because he wanted to be the governor. Willie, right? Or no, Gavin no. Newsom. Gavin Newsom. <laughs> Willie Brown. He was my favorite. You know what? He didn't. What, what happened to Milk? Isn't he the mayor of San Francisco? <laughs> Been dead a long time. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> movie. Great yeah, Christmas yeah. movie. Uh, <laughs> no, this is how funny it is. He didn't even leave to try and become the governor. He left to become the lieutenant governor, which is like the what vice the president of the state. It's nothing. Right. But anyways, Gavin Newsom decided he wanted to go do that. And so Ed Lee just got like thrown in there. You know, nobody voted for him. It wasn't he uh, just unqualified. Like I heard, he didn't even like he didn't pay the police overtime, and that's why the city is such a shithole now. <laughs> I don't know who told you that, but that's complete bullshit. Oh. You think that's just up to the mayor? I'm just not paying it. That's not. Well, that's what I Sleazy E said. Sleazy E said he fought the overtime pay for like police officers, so the police were like, "Yeah, oh, well, fuck you. It. Then we're not gonna we're not gonna clear up these tents." You can't do that to the San Francisco police because Inspector Harry Callahan's going to be very upset. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, anyway, he's just kind of like a uh, he's kind of a nobody. Well, a lot of people hate it. Like a lot, a lot of a lot of mayors of big cities like San Francisco are like these big personalities. Like, you know, like Gavin Newsom had Garcetti that like here. Playboy look, and uh, Willie Brown obviously with his like three piece suits and his fedora everywhere. And his white ladies, remember that? He'd always have well, like three he white, a lot women. Of white and black ladies. Yeah, I, I uh, like well, that guy. Art Agnos, Diane Feinstein. She got, you know, the, in San Francisco, mayors often get shot. <laughs> I mean, that was the whole Harvey Milk thing, right? Yeah. Uh, Dan White, the Twinkie defense. That was uh, not Diane Feinstein. She was shot at the same time, but she wasn't mayor yet. I think she was appointed mayor like Ed Lee was after the actual mayor got shot to death. And I can't remember his name. He also had like such an unnoteworthy death. He was like in, in a Safeway shopping for like. Right, and they just had a heart attack, and it was like, oh, yeah, he died. <laughs> so he's kind of a nobody, and everybody, you know. But then, oh, dear God, the news. You would have th- you would have thought that, you know, like, the Pope died. <laughs> like, full, <laughs> just hours and hours of coverage about how everybody's so sad that, you know, Ed Lee died, and he was such a great mayor. I mean, I don't think he was a shitty mayor. Just nobody ever even thought of him. Everyone, everyone I spoke to said the city's way worse now than it was before. And then I heard uh, that... I mean, people in San Francisco love to bitch about everything. That has more to do with that than anything else. But now, uh, the new... The, so the same thing. You know how Ed Lee, I just told you, got appointed because the other mayor left. Well, Ed Lee technically left. So another person got appointed, and her name is London Breed, which is London a fucking Breed? weird name. And she grew up in the projects in San Francisco, and she's oh. black. And she's the first uh, female like black said, mayor of San Francisco. As if after the word projects, we couldn't figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, London Breed, you probably could. I mean, that doesn't. No, sound... I didn't. By the name, I thought she was maybe English or some like uh, elite, uh, affluent person in the community. But once you said projects, I said, okay, yeah. we know the color. Yeah. Well, in well, San Francisco, it's funny because, you know, everybody is extremely far left. But this uh, this black lady who's the first female black mayor of San Francisco ever, uh, 
she's left, but she's actually considered like conservative as like far as moderate. San Francisco goes. Yeah, moderate. Yeah. So the super lefties actually don't like her, which is not a good look if you're like a super lefty and you're like, we don't like this, uh, you know, g- girl who grew up in the projects because you're basically saying she's getting uppity or something, which is not something you want to say to black. Yeah, people. they don't like to be called <laughs> uppity and uh, the blacks don't like the, the term uppity black. Well, they, did they vote her in, or did she just get elected? She or was the it, no, she's, she, she's the she was the head of the city council, which yeah. you know, there's like a chain of Second command. command. So, yeah, so she automatically gets in there. So is and she, I don't know, they can they can they can like put some they can have a special election, or they can wait till the next election. But well, unfortunately, a, Rob Ford is dead. Because otherwise, I'd say, why don't you try to get him to become your mayor? But I think he died as well. Right. Rob Ford. Do you think she's going to stop Ed Lee's program with the robot security guards? You hear about this, Wackerly? No, she's in the mold of Ed Lee. I mean, that's like a. Mo- this is what I'm saying. Like, you know, like like the super lefties hate it because there's there's now like Terminators or RoboCops on the streets. Yeah, have you heard? They really about look this? like more like a garbage can. They, yeah, they're I've like seen them. these motorized garbage cans. I ha- I've been to San Francisco maybe two times the past six months. I have not seen one of these things yet. Do they? They kind of. It kind of looks like from the picture, like that robot from Lost in Space. Sure. Well, you know, even less. That robot's creepy. It's even more. It's even closer to R two D two. Like you know, it can't go over a curb or upstairs or even over like an inch high bump. A lot of private businesses out here had them before the city bought some, like patrolling, you know, their parking lots and things. Well, so I read an article. It said that a robot security guard is terrifying homeless people in San Francisco. Apparently, the SPCA, a nonprofit in the mission who's uh, who saves and protects animals, um, has a, a one of these robots that they call a K9. That was put in place to try and deal with the number of like needles and car break-ins and other crimes that's coming by with all the encampments of homeless people in the mission. But what does it do? Does it have a laser? Does it just like, like, it's just burn them with flames? camera is what it is. That's all it is. Well, so what, what does that do? The cops don't even really care about that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand why the police security robot is so cheaply made. And as a, I mean, they can make fuck robots now that can talk to you and blow you on command and then go make you breakfast. And they're realistic. They look like, like actual broads and they make these waste can or trash can looking robots. I don't understand where the technology can't get the speed with the fuck robots. Yeah. Does it like say something like you have to move like you were not allowed to camp here like what does it do then i then you just pull your bandana up over your face and you kick the fucking thing over on its side and it can't do anything well i, I guess it either i guess that's the point because upon seeing the robot a lot of the people in the encampment express their annoyance by putting barbecue sauce on the sensors knocking it over and putting a tarp over it which probably means that barbecue sauce i think they're being polite here i think what they were actually doing is wiping feces on it oh my lord I'm I mean, sure. the, the, the homeless are now bullying the the police <laughs> robot. They've become like bullies, and they're just the robot's like the loser kid that has to sit on the buddy bench, and they're just making fun of him every time he comes into the homeless camps. I think the greatest outcome is going to be when the things don't work, and then the robots themselves lose their job, and then they become homeless, and then they have like <laughs> a, a whole robot homeless, homeless problem. You know, like begging for oil or something on the corner like a police robot retirement home 
Yeah. They've got they're like covered in barbecue sauce. And they're like, I am on hard times. <laughs> just covered in sensors, just barbecue sauce Can you and shit. Yourself up? <laughs> uh, you know how like you know my sister's venue that she works at? Yes. Down in, in the you probably don't want to mention the name. I'm not gonna mention the name. <laughs> but they're having like a pretty major homeless issue. And my sister's oh, yeah, hardcore. Ground zero. Yeah, my sister's hardcore about it. They have a, a homeless camp in the back of, well, it's not really the back of their park. It's like kind of underneath their parking lot. And the homeless just kind of hang out there. this is a there. wedding venue primarily, right? So you're, and corporate you're parties. very expensive corporate party or wedding, yeah. and there's just bum shit all over the place. And the homeless people like having like a big cookout in the middle of like, you know, like they're like, I don't know, barbecuing rats or whatever they eat. And they're just like, you know, the smoke's going to there. My sister's crazy. Like she'll call the cops. Cops won't do anything about it. Stephanie will get a garden hose and start spraying them down. Because she's, you know, she's hardcore about it. You don't want to get any splashback. (laughs) Well, lately, lately, I guess they've, they figured out how to like, like unlock the security door. Like or one of the Dude. doors to get in the place, and they've been stealing mm. beer and liquor. Fuck yeah! That they have, you know, that they're, you know, they have for the the weddings, and it's becoming a problem because they they'll trip the alarm and like the cops don't really do anything about it. Like they don't even come, and then you know the the homeless people got used to like, oh yeah, they don't even come here. So when they the alarm need to goes get their off, own private security robot, but one of those good ones that Steele's talking about. Well, I was talking <laughs> to my sister about it. Actually, has a CPL and, and can carry like a firearm. Right. Well, that's what I was talking to my sister about. I was like, you should guys should get one of these security robots. And she's like, well, if we can arm it with like a flamethrower or acid or something. And I was like, damn, like my sister's harsh. She's I mean, harsh. your sister herself should get a, a concealed carry permit. I think, I think she's, I mean, it's almost impossible to get one, but like, if you're like, you know, if you own a jewelry store or you own a gun store yourself, you can usually get one. I mean, she should just go and say she's in fear of her life. And then she's got to protect the premises. Well, oh, I, I forgot. Yeah, San like, Francisco. Yeah, you can't get this tiniest Carrie Callahan. Well, she yeah. has IBS. You remember that that game Spy Hunter? No. Are you just saying so she's used to three-letter acronyms or something? Or? No, I, I'm saying when she runs, she can like let out like a stream of shit, and they'll fall. You know, they'll slip. Oh, like, a, like an octopus. Like, no, not like in Spy Hunter. They had like an oil slick that could come out of the car. Yeah, James Bond had that in the movie Goldfinger on his uh, the Maserati or whatever he was driving. But so anyway, I was reading about these robots, and I'm just like, it's the lamest security robot I've ever heard of. It doesn't even do anything. It doesn't make a noise. It just records the homeless people. Who gives a shit? Well, I mean, but making a noise, you know, if the homeless people are trying to, you know, sleep one off from, you know, their mad dog that they just pounded or, you know, the heroin they just did, and the robot comes and just makes an irritating noise, I mean, that could get them to move, don't you think? I'll tell you what, if you really want to solve the homeless problem with a fucking trash can robot... (laughs) What you need to do with these robots is strap on a suicide vest and then you send them into the homeless camps and you detonate it and that'll solve your problem in about three seconds. <laughs> That's kind of like the, I don't know, the Afghani solution or something, like the <laughs> Taliban robot. Um, but apparently people have been complaining, like residents have been complaining about the robot. Some lady was walking her dog and she said the robot... Um, stopped like 10 feet away from her and so she was frightened so she she like wrote to the city now the city ordered the spca to keep its robot off the sidewalks or it'll face a thousand dollars a day penalty 
Why? Why does the S the SPCA isn't that like for like the Animal. dog pound? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like it's, a human yeah, society. So why the fuck do they have these security robots? I I think you're confused on this story. No, no, no it says it says that they have these the robots because I guess there's like a homeless camp right in front of the building, and so they try to walk on the sidewalks, uh-huh. and there's needles and tents and bikes. They're protecting their own office. I see. Yeah. What you're saying. Well, this and has they, nothing to do with like the San Francisco Police Department. No, they they have their own private security office. I guess in uh, in Mountain View, uh, I don't know where what uh, what company this is, but there is a three hundred pound security K five robot that they have on this company's campus, and a man attacked it. And some guy attacked it to test the robot and was ultimately charged with being drunk in public. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Who got he charged the robot or the individual that attacked the robot. The, the guy Who that attacked the robot. Okay. Gonna say, but, are these robots drinking on the job? <laughs> I just wonder. Like, my, my, I have a theory about San Francisco. Last time I was there, it's remarkably worse. The Tenderloin's much worse than it was when I lived there because now they have tents. They never had tents back in the day. My theory about that city is they're, it's going to become a sky city. Because they won't deal with the homeless people. And so the homeless people are just going to end up just living on the ground. And the wealthy elitists will be up in the air. Like the Jetsons? No, kind of like, uh, I, I forget, like Blade Runner. Like a Blade Runner. It's like the wealthy oh, yeah. people live up above ground. There will be like, you know, interconnected like, you know, uh, bridges to all the buildings. So they'll never have to go to the bottom, you know, to the bottom where the homeless people live. And it'll just I'm be robots. Hard. You're all for it, Wackerly? Yeah, why not? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be in the Sky City. You'll probably never, ever have to, like, touch the oh, ground of San Francisco. I mean, Francisco. I don't think I'll be mid-range. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be at the very top. <laughs> all right, we got to move on. I have a uh, couple phone calls. Some people called in. Um, this call here is a... Uh, we have some Christmas calls. I posted... You know, it's funny. I posted about the show uh, that you two were going to come on it, and... Dude, every week I post about the new episodes. We get like maybe 10 likes, 12 likes, you know, and a cup, maybe one comment. I post that you two guys are going to be on the show. It's like fucking 60 comments, 80 likes. You know, I actually find that Great. quite disappointing. No, I, I find <laughs> it personally fun. defeating. I was like, what the fuck? Well, it's, like, it's like people like to watch the Simpsons Halloween special, but you might not necessarily watch the Simpsons. They don't actually week. just watch the Simpsons. Yeah. It's a big commitment. Anyway, before we go any further, I just want to make sure and clarify that neither one of you are pulling a loose Louis C.K. on me right now and masturbating to me over the phone, are you? <laughs> God, you because if me. not, you need my permission, because apparently, if I recall, one of those ladies is very upset because he beat off to her over the phone and didn't didn't get her consent. She was very distraught over that. So I just want to make sure neither one of you two fags are doing that when I'm on the phone. That's why I shut my camera off. It's in my okay. contract that I'm not. Uh, required to disclose that kind of a well, my whole my whole thing is when do you need permission to masturbate to somebody over the phone you can bet if i'm on the phone with you for longer than three minutes i'm probably masturbating to you but you know well, well <laughs> i didn't know this was such a big thing like i, I mean i knew there was like no well obviously i'm aware that that's a big thing and i always knew that there were phone sex lines that you dialed up and you jerked off to but but like harvey weinstein or weinstein what is it there d on weinstein the same people uh (laughs) like he would he would like find a lady back by the bathroom at a restaurant and jerk off in front of her into a plant yeah you like to use a fern or a a nearby uh 
Easter Lily. He's a resourceful masturbator. I mean, and I've I've fantasized about very dirty, disgusting things when I masturbate, but I've never fantasized like, oh, what if what if I had a hot lady in her in her evening attire and I just jacked off into a plant right next to her? That would be so hot. (laughs) Like who? But and it wasn't just him; but somebody else did it too. My thing with Louis C.K. is how loud does he masturbate? Because if I'm talking to you guys and I can be masturbating, you're probably not going to hear it. But what is Louis C.K. Well, like making really that loud? And, and like I that also noise? do it fairly quickly. So, I mean, it's not like I can drag it out. Like, also, I've masturbated to phone solicitors before. I mean, sometimes if, if the phone solicitor, if I'm on the phone with a phone solicitor for more than three minutes and actually listening to their pitch, I'm not on there because I'm interested in their product. I'm beating off to her voice. And if they don't realize that, then they need to get better training at their phone solicitor training program. Have you ever like slipped out a quick wink while talking to Martin? That would be rough, I would think. <laughs> I mean, that would be some Olympic level concentration. <laughs> Did we just lose steel? I'm, I'm I, He's yeah, maybe jacking off right now. I didn't hear. What's lube out? Well, that's all right. I'm done now. I just finished. I needed something to wipe myself off. I, I was no, wondering I if you're like question. So oh, have you ever done? Have you ever that? like? Have you ever masturbated while talking to Martin? Uh, no. That is that when I heard Lance say that would take some Olympic level concentration. Yeah, yeah, he's right about that. No, I, I could not pull that off. All right, I can beat off to a lot of shit and 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 concentrate and kind of focus and and put stuff out of my. But Martin, I don't think I uh, I've never attempted it. Nor do he's I. Like want the, to. He's like kind of the kryptonite. What you, what I don't understand though, I guess maybe it's just me because I don't have that fetish. It's like is he he's not even looking at porn. He's just jacking off while talking to a woman. So it's the sound of her voice. Yeah, makes well, him, I've like, done that. Jack I, I don't need porn to jerk off to. I mean, most of the time, I, I hardly ever jerk off to actually watching porn. In fact, probably I could count it on not to use a pun, but I could count it on one hand how many times <laughs> I've jerked off to porn. <laughs> Wait, Steel, real quick. Do you jerk off to like the tube sites, like Red Tube or or uh, Pornhub, no. or do you still do the old magazines? Well, if I if I use any type of porn material, it's a it's it's a still porn. It's a photo porn from probably usually ni- a nineteen eighty three Beaver Hunt magazine. <laughs> but I, when I watch porn, I I don't. I don't watch I, like I watch like I watch Scad or Pete like, but I'm not really all that Scat. like sexually turned on by it. I'd beat off to my like I have the stereotypical spank bank in my head. I have to beat off to girls that I've actually seen in real life, type of thing. You know what I mean? Wow. Can I like recommend a, something you to you? Still, you might not be aware of uh, Tumblr. I don't know if you've heard about that. It's another social media site. As if you need I've to heard of it, but I know life. nothing about it. Well, one this thing that has that's amazing is vintage porn uh, like accounts, and I'm not talking about like black and white flapper shit, but like right, uh, you know, like the uh, '70s. <laughs> that would be amazing, though. '70s, early '80s. Uh, right. I mean, because to me, that's just like that's when I sort of discovered porn. Right. Um, and it's. Uh, it's amazing there's like it, several accounts on there is it all big bush like big bush porn most of it but some of it might be like like you know the first time any lady that was in a porn magazine tried shaving her bush which that's even a little bit interesting you know yeah well when i grew up i kind of grew up post 70s bush era i mean i i saw a lot of that stuff like from the 70s but when i was in the first kind of got into porn and playboy and penthouse and gallery and all that shit the the the, there was pussy hair, but it was trimmed. I mean, it wasn't out of control where it was going down to their kneecaps. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> I guess. I mean, I wasn't looking at porn when I it's was like saved in a client. Which would have been like seventy-eight, but the porn I was looking at in the eighties was like left over from somebody in the seventies. Is why I guess. Well, did I you find it in like a, a soggy box out in the woods? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm being a hundred percent honest. We found a lot of porn because we lived right, sort of next to a. I, I don't know if you'd call it a forest. That's probably too glamorous a word. You know, the, the outskirts of town. And we'd go back there and you'd find like, oh, yeah, some like, you know, older teen kids had their campfire here and were probably smoking doobies and they left a porn mag. Yeah. And it was like the greatest thing you've ever found in your life. That and point. then you, oh, yeah. you kept Same. that thing and you jacked off oh, to like you every re, page. You reunited it somewhere else in the woods because you don't want the teens to come back and take it back. I remember but then the there's first... like eight, you know, eight of you and your kids all know where the stash is. Steel, you remember Judd, Judd, Judd's, Judd, uh, I don't want to say his last name, but you remember Judd? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. He was six foot eight, 350 pounds. I remember Judd. And he had now that massive dad. He had that massive dad, uh, M, we used to call him M, who died of like yep. obesity, but the guy was fucking huge. That dude had a shitload of porn. Like, after his parents got divorced, that guy had, like, a closet full of porn. So we could go over to Judd's and Judd be like, yeah, take whatever you want. And so I remember I had two porn videos. But they were, like, the videos that were, like, eight hours of porn and, like, Ron Jeremy's in, like, seven scenes. Yeah. If that was me, if I was this Judd character, I'd be making you guys fill out, like, you know, the little card from the library. <laughs> and then I'd be, like, like a Dewey calling you up in two weeks. Porn. Like, uh, that, that's due to be returned. Hi, I've got your, you know, I've got your records and your credit card number here. It's going to be the porn. He's going to drive around the porn mobile. Yeah. Just writing out porn, like the bookmobile. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he, 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 we never actually gave it back. He just let us take it. He was a very charitable guy. He had the wow. spirit of giving, you know, huh. all about Christmas. Um, I'm in the spirit of lending, I'm just saying I'd keep track. His <laughs> lending <what>? library. <laughs> but that would have been nice, though, because you could bring it back in another one. I just kept that same six-hour one in. I, I memorized every scene, you know, because you just jerked off to the same shit for years. Yeah, it's real hard to m memorize the dialogue in a porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. We got a call here from a guy who uh, is telling a, uh, a a Christmas story. It's a Christmas story. Hello. Um, had a bit of an incident last night. Thought I would check in with you guys and see what you thought. Um, I was at a party, um, not at my house, thank God. Uh, homie came at me. Um, oh I was quite drunk so uh, you know I'm not gonna lie I, I probably I've been known to instigate situations in the past so I probably said something inappropriate but uh, he was a lot bigger than me and he was trying to take my head off and I I mean I'm th this the story is gonna come off that I'm like some sort of ninja or something I'm definitely not I've done a little bit of martial arts, just enough oh, to know God. that I'm not as tough as I think I am. <laughs> just fucking tell us um, what happened. <laughs> it's the build-up. I think he's prefacing it because we don't want to think he's like Chuck Norris or something. I know. We're going to hear about his amateur mixed martial arts experience in a second. But this was fucking crazy. Uh, he came at me, and I I just judo, judo hip-tossed him like... <laughs> Like, he uses entire momentum against him, and and he fucking hit the wall like a piece of spaghetti. Like, just stuck to it for a second, and then 
this down, and, and I was like, what? And immediately, like, grabbed my girlfriend. Well, I didn't grab her. Like, she's she, she she's she's down. So she like I was like, let's go. She didn't ask any questions, and we and we left. Don't you love when the girlfriends get into the fight too? Oh yeah, I mean, that's I think, that's. I mean, that's we've talked about this a billion times, but that's that's the, always been the main attraction of the Bay City fireworks every year. <laughs> when the girls get into fights, or girls getting into fights, yeah. Steel, do you recall? Like you didn't you like beat up two guys and a girl because they punched Wallraven? Yeah, ni- <laughs> early nineties. <90s. laughs> it was one of statute of limitations out out on this already. Can well, we oh, I'm sure it's. I'm sure. Yeah, for a drunken assault and battery, I think it's well, well beyond the statutes of limitations. I remember me and Kessler were in awe of this story because Steel back then would wear like cowboy boots, jean shorts, and a duster. You you'd wear like a duster, and uh, you yeah, had, a, had a you duster. had a mullet. Yeah, I absolutely had a Very duster. Impressive I mullet. was rock and roll with my mullet and stuff. I was amazing. <laughs> and so, like, Walraven is kind of a long-haired, sort of Hessian-looking dude. He got like punched in the face by just some rubes and like uh, Bay punched. City guys. Like, Sucker for no reason, just he and I were walking down the street. Like, but he Walraven used to have a tendency to walk like really fast. So like I I was twenty steps behind him and he like so these guys were coming at him two guys and their girlfriend and they didn't realize they thought he was alone so they just the one fat guy said look at this fucking long haired faggot and just like punched him for like no absolutely no reason whatsoever and then did you you just took all three of them out well I chased Tubby <laughs> down the to the end of the road down near Lucky's Bar which at that time I don't think it was called it was still I don't know if it was a bar at that time it was or a if record it was still store. a record shop. It was a record shop because we used to buy tickets for concerts back yeah, then. Yeah, it might have still been the record shop. I know West Town was a bar by then, but Lucky's might have still been the record shop. But anyway, down to that corner, and I took Tubby's head and I punched him a couple times and then slammed his head into the back fender of a car. <laughs> and then his friend and girlfriend came over and I started, you know, punching the other guy but then war even like was started getting his wits about him and war even came running from the other end of the street and started fucking just haymaking the 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 other dude <laughs> and then the, girl the girlfriend got in my face like and she started like hitting me and punching me i said look i i don't know you and <laughs> you know i'm not gonna sit here and take take this shit so if you punch me again i'm gonna punch you back and so she punched me and I, I didn't lay, I didn't punch her that hard, but, and I, I punched her in the chest. I didn't punch her in the face, but knocked her to the fucking ground. <laughs> I just remember the story. Cause it word got around like, wow, steel just beat the shit out of two dudes and one chick because they punched. Yeah. But again, I want to preface it like this other guy did in his story. I lost, and I, I didn't get in a ton of fights. I mean, before we, I got in a handful of fights at the bars when I was young, and I'm 500. I mean, I, I lost and got my ass kicked as many times as I wound up on top. And I wasn't, I didn't go with starting fights. I wasn't like that at all. But once in a while, somebody would start something. Usually it started with somebody I knew, and you're kind of involved involuntarily you're kind of involved in it so i just want to preface that i you know i i lost as many times as i ever won and i only got in a handful of skirmishes i just think it's always funny when the girlfriend just jumps in and just like you know out of nowhere starts attacking the the, the guy that's winning and you're just like god now i gotta punch a girl
this was typical. These guys were typical Bay City trailer park trash. And you you know that the, the relationship she probably had with her boyfriend, she was accustomed to getting probably smacked around. So I didn't feel bad. Like if people are saying, well, did you feel bad about fucking striking a woman and knocking? No, I didn't feel bad at all. In fact, I'd do it again to her if I was to see her again today, if she got in my face. So. Steele taught them all a lesson. All right, let me, uh, let's finish this out. But um, it was... It was insane. It was absolutely insane. I fucking threw this dude across the room. It's like Seagal. <laughs> and, and it reminded me of this. Um, there's, a, there's an MMA fighter uh, who... Uh, did I not predict uh, this? Fuck, I don't remember his name. <laughs> but he, he said, he had a saying, which was, if I judo toss you on the carpet, you go to the hospital. If I judo toss you on the concrete, you go to the morgue. How profound. Kind of morbid. But um, they didn't counter, they didn't figure in coffee tables and Christmas trees and, and that sort of stuff. So, hope that was under three minutes. And uh, hope you guys have a lovely holiday and happy Hanukkah for you fucking Jew kite. I don't know, whatever, faggots. What, he didn't know. He, he lost people. steam there with his uh, Jewish, um, you know, Do you say Jew types? Terms. Yeah, so I thought, I thought <laughs> at first he said guy, Jew. I don't know. I thought he was going to say Jew kikes, but then he said yeah. Jew types. Oh, I thought he did say kikes. Did he say kike? Okay, I, I, I couldn't hear it. So, Steele, what do you Go think back. of this MMA malarkey? The actual MMA, I'm not a fan. You mean of the UFC? Yeah, like that whole thing. Because that wasn't around when we were young, was it? Like in uh, the mm. early 90s? No, it, well, it started, sort of started in the early to mid-90s, but it was a totally different thing than you see nowadays. Back then, there were no... First of all, there weren't rounds, there weren't weight classes, and like, so you, so you could get like a 100-pound guy going against a 400-pound guy, and, and there weren't like... It was kind of different disciplines, like it'd be a judo guy against a bar brawler type thing. Now they're all pretty much trained. They're all they all got the same. They got the ground game. They got the striking ability. The rest they're they're all trained in multiple facets. So it's it's like they're basically the same people. Take it. It used to be more like a tough man type thing, you know. The tough but man it, contest. It, it used to be UFC when it first started was a little more like that, yeah, because it was just two guys that you know this guy was just kind of a bar brawler. This guy was good in judo or wrestling or something, and they'd see what style was the best. But now they're all basically just cookie cutters of each other. And I'm not a fan. And I find it boring. Reason, I, it is boring. I find it extremely boring. It's like two men rolling around the ground trying to, like, choke each other. Well, Artie Lang had a great thing on, on, on this, and I, I don't, if I use some other comics bullshit, like, I'll, I'll, you know, credit that source, but he had a great thing where he's, he, when he watches UFC, it looks like two gay guys, they're on the ground, one's on top of each other, and it looks like two gay guys about ready to make love and kiss until one guy realizes he's not gay, and then he starts punching <laughs> the <laughs> squirm away. 
<laughs> then he starts punching and beating the shit out of the other guy. That, and I thought Artie's take on that was perfect because that's absolutely what it looks like. I mean, who hasn't that happened to before? We can all identify. <laughs> I remember uh, I was like, it was probably maybe late 90s or something. Like, MMA was just taking off or whatever. Um, no, actually, probably like mid 2000s. I was thinking there was a jujitsu place down the street in the mission from where I lived. And I was thinking, you know what? Jujitsu. I might try this out. It's kind of a cool martial art. You know, I might check it out. I used to do Taekwondo when I was a kid. So right. I went over there to go check it out. And the guy's like, hey, you know, welcome to the dojo or whatever. Why don't you, why don't you hang out, watch the class, and then uh, you can let me know if you're interested. And I'll fill you in the details. So I was sitting there watching it for about 10 minutes. And yeah, it's like two dudes wearing shorts in a 69 position. Like trying to choke each other out. And this guy's balls were like like Arabian goggles over the other guy's face. And I was just like, right. yeah, I'm not interested. I just laughed. <laughs> That's why I don't get it. And I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm slightly unsettled when you meet, meet dudes that are super into the MMA thing. That was in San Francisco. Are you sure you were at a dojo or were you at a bathhouse? Because I think the same thing occurs at both places. I think I was at my brother's bar, actually. You know, my brother said that MMA is like really popular at his bar. Oh yeah, it's big. It's big. It's big everywhere you go. Like all the bars advertise that they show all the pay per views. I don't. I'm just not. Never had interest in it. I, I'd rather watch. And you know, I, I mean, I was a big big time pro wrestling fan my whole life. I don't like the product they have for the last 15 years. But like, I find that way more entertaining than fucking UFC or MMA. <laughs> than, than either one. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I, I think pro wrestling at least has the theatrics and everything, but I, I never really got into the MMA thing. You know, if it was just like you knew it was going to be like some crazy Van Damme style knockout or something, that'd be cool. But every time I've ever watched it, it's like a bunch of guys, you know, wrestling on each other to decide who's going to be the top and who's going to be the bottom. Good you put their fists in glass is what you're saying, D. Wait, what'd you say? You want them to sort of coat their fists in glass before you're going to start watching? Exactly. I want it more gladiate, like a gladiator combat. You know, like someone's got a morning star. The other guy's got like, yeah, like spike gloves or something. More of a blood sport. Oh, that'd be wonderful. I'd watch if that was the case. I would be, I would definitely be interested in that. Um, so we do have, we do have one more call to get to here. This is another Christmas call. Hi, Todd. Not phoned in in a while. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone on the guest here. Um, so, I heard on the Patreon calls you guys were talking about um, STIs, and I thought I would share my embarrassing STI tale. So, a Sexual year or two ago, infection I, is what he's talking about, right? Not STD. We would call it D, which it's, is sexually transmitted disease. It used to be STD, but that's that's not politically correct. STI. Oh. It's too correct. has too much of a negative connotation. Yeah. I still use BD, by the way, in case anybody's wondering. Venereal. Well, I, I think venereal disease. I think there's been a war on VD for a long time now, and I want to bring it back. I want to bring VD back. I want people to be around, go around being like, I have VD again. Me too. I'm on board. <laughs> it's been okay, a while yeah. since I've heard it. This whole STI thing. Come on, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah, um, I went to the doctor because I had a genital wart on the end of my dick. It's pretty fucking, uh, pretty yeah. embarrassing. Uh, went into the clinic and, you know, they get the liquid nitrogen and they pull your britches down and they freeze it off. It's pretty fucking unpleasant. 
Do you get them at the end of your dick? I thought you got them like your balls or something. No, you can get them anywhere. At the end of your dick. Yeah, you you can get it there. Wow, that's weird. That's got to be painful, too, if they have to fucking freeze it off. Yeah, and now if I get one, I'm going to be scared to go in. I mean, they're going to treat my dick like it's Han Solo. What, What I don't understand is how come, like, when you get a wart, you can go to, like, fucking Rite Aid or whatever and buy, like, you know, like a wart patch or something. Why do you have to go to a doctor to get it on your... Can't you just get one and put, put a wart patch on your dick? Yeah, pro- I guess you probably could. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I imagine warts are warts, so you'll probably remove it with any type of wart remover. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. You always hear, like, oh, I gotta go... And maybe it's because it's on your dick. You're freaked out, so you're like, I gotta go to the doctor. Well, I bet you doctors I mean, think love about that. it this way. Like when you shave your face, you just you can you're half asleep and you just don't and you're not even really fucking thinking about it. But when you shave your balls, you kinda like prepare and you make sure like, you know, everything <laughs> lined up and you put on some Whitney Houston. Well, you just you're a little more careful yeah. about it. <laughs> I so think that's probably the issue. <laughs> okay, so he's being cautious. Yeah. Um and I thought that was the end of it. Anyway, Months or two later, I ended up moving to an island, a small island off the coast of uh, England, uh, for a year or so. And I didn't realize at the time, but I actually had a... They missed one of the warts, okay? And uh, I started to realize that I was, I was pissing funny. You know when you put, like, a spoon underneath a tap, you know, the water kind of comes out, like, irregularly. And that was kind of going on yeah. in my dick. So, like, the I had a... Jap's eye. Oh, was that not appropriate? Sorry. <laughs> did you say Jap's eye? <laughs> Maybe I did. I, I don't think I've heard that in, like... I haven't even heard Steele use that term in a few years. I don't know where I... No, I find it very racist. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knew what I was talking about, though. Yet I got to hand it to that. Uh, genital war about... A few millimeters, maybe a centimeter or two, down inside my urethra, and this thing's fucking gross. And like, I was, you know, I freaked the fuck out when I figured out that it was down there. Wait, he got it in the tube? Because now you're now when you go back to the doctor, now you're in a you're you're in a sounding situation, right? They're gonna have to stick some kind of like rod down the hole. I didn't even. ah, That's gnarly. I didn't even think you could get him in the tube. I thought it was like an external thing. You know, my brother's had warts in his asshole, like, several times. <laughs> okay. Oh, my. Let's <laughs> take this call for Those now. are called anal warts. Anal warts, yeah. Or my, my brother refers... Well, my brother pop? refers to them as speed bumps. <laughs> and I went to the, the little hospital on the island, and, uh, again, it was really embarrassing. I told them about it, and, you know, there's a nurse and a doctor there, and what they had to do, they had to... They had to essentially pry open my penis, like literally peel my penis, you know, you read the like, like peel it open, so like the, the inside bit was like kind of sticking out, you know, it was, and then they'd get the fucking freeze gun and just like freeze the fuck out of it, but because it was, it was like quite far down, they couldn't really freeze it properly. This is why you don't want to, you don't want to have nationalized healthcare, because he's probably going to the NHS and they're using like their archaic instruments from like fucking nineteen twenty to well, pull your dick on apart. Island, so it's like a stick. They're, I mean, you're talking about like prehistoric type tools. At yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking go out back behind the palm tree and grab like a twig. Well, because well, my brother just had his appendix removed. He said they put two small holes. They stuck in this like little like laser tube thing that just like kind of burned it off, and they pulled it out, and that was it. 
He's like a tiny little hole, like a little small modern, incision. Modern American medicine. For yeah, me. whereas here, it sounds like they're using like some kind of fucking like the jaws of life to pry your dick open. Like an Iron Maiden or something. It's right. fucking barbaric. Right. You get a bite down on a piece of bark. Yeah. It's like, this is going to hurt. Drink some whiskey. Like swelled up and I couldn't piss. So I had to keep going on regular intervals to the fucking clinic. And to the point where like the doctors and the nurses knew me. And it was the most embarrassing shit ever. Like walking into this clinic. And like, they, you know, they, they were pleasant people. You know, they go, oh, you hey, what's up, Ward Dick? How's it going? No, welcome, Todd. Welcome to the you know the clinic. You know, come and sit right down. Like, pull your bridges down. You know, they're all laughing and joking as they like, you know peeled my dick open like a fucking ghoul peeling open a skull for the brains inside. And this went on for like five or six months, man. And it was fucking horrendous. Like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, yeah. General Ward down your urethra. They have they have to peel it open, man. It's yeah. That's the yeah. That's my uh, that's my story about STIs. <laughs> Well, there's a beautiful Christmas story there. Yeah, there's a beautiful Christmas story. Christmas cracker, right? It's a it's a Christmas miracle, is what that is. God, yeah, I you know, I'm you know I'm gonna knock on wood. Hopefully, I never have to experience that. But Jesus, what do you tell you? Like, do you have a girlfriend? Like, how do you how do you jack off? You can't even jack off with a with a wart in your urethra. Well, does it even work after they split it open? You know, like a fucking hot dog for a kid <laughs> like a banana or something i don't even yeah i don't even know it's 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 vile very it's rather disgusting anyway uh thanks for calling in there people you can call the sticker on hotline 323-522-4032 uh we have a we have time for one more email then we got to get out it's you know it's almost uh it's the eve before christmas eve and uh, i know everybody wants to like are you going caroling tonight steel absolutely <laughs> Did you get Christmas cards this year from uh, from your friends' families? Not one. Wow. You're, you know what happened? Maybe from two years ago or, both, well, I don't know, three years ago, you were talking about jacking off to their, child, to their daughters, like teenage daughters. They probably took you off the mailing list. Well, that's possible. That, that tends to happen. Now, I'm assuming that I'm going to be brought up on some sort of sexual harassment or sexual misconduct charges because apparently you need permission now to jerk off to people. So wait, when you get a Christmas card, are you gonna have to contact your friends and say, "Hey, is it okay if I masturbate to the, this picture of your teenage daughter?" Yeah, I'm assuming because everybody gets in trouble because apparently now you need consent to even masturbate to people, which takes away the whole reason of jerking off. <laughs> I mean, I've been jerking off to people for years. I never asked them if I could. Wow. Hey, I okay, think my brother I just joined. <laughs> Hey, oh, guy, why? what's going on? I have nothing, I'm tired. <laughs> Look at Jeff's video. Okay, video off now. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, how, how was it? Uh, it was all right. Wait, did you just shut your camera off? Yeah, I did. Oh, No, we have it off here. We're, you're on here with uh, Wackerly and Steel. Oh, Steel's on. So then all of us are just too ugly to be on camera. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I can accept that. <laughs> I'm not wearing any pants now anyway, so. Neither am I. Yeah, butt naked from the waist down. <laughs> yeah, Steel was just saying that he shut his camera off because he can masturbate and we won't know. Kind of like Louis C.K., like masturbating when he's on not, the phone with a woman. I'm going to not masturbate and so you guys know that. 
Okay, and, that's uh, that's good. We appreciate I that. I think it's good that John aspires to be like Louis C.K. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first good thing I think he's done for his future in all the time I've known him. Well, it's good to make millions of dollars before you become ostracized. So that's <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh so guy you just had your birthday happy birthday um i heard you went and saw the movie star wars yes we did how was it did you like it, it? yeah um were you well i don't want to give any spoilers because people may yeah, not have seen it yeah. but there was there was a lot of docking in star wars and uh still yes but there, there's a lot of docking it's still is that he never heard the term docking? What is docking, and is it something that's just a like a you know, like a dirty Sanchez or something that's not even real? No, it's real. Okay. It is real. Yeah. So how does how does it work? Do you get together with somebody who has a, a long foreskin? And they, you just uh, put the foreskin over okay. yours. Okay. Okay. Well, point of point of point of question, please. Are you just talking about intact foreskin, or does it? Even if it's intact, does it have to be especially long? Well, it has to be kind of longish because it's got to go over your dick. Longish. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is like this is like trying to get a recipe from some old grandma, and she won't give you any like the actual measurements. <laughs> a dash, a sprinkle, longish piece of bean. So wait, <laughs> what if two guys have a foreskin? Can they dock? I guess they could. Yeah. Or is that kind of a docking problem? Well, it depends on how much loose foreskin they got. Well, you got to peel oh, it back, I would think. Are you nearly there, Steel? Yeah, I, I, I can hear you now. Is this foreskin, does it have to, like, swing around like a speed bag? <laughs> Wait, what's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, keep, keep going. You're nearly there, okay. <laughs> masturbating, keep going, I'm masturbating. <laughs> I figured you were close. <laughs> I'm almost there, Jeff. I'm about to finish. Hurry up. <laughs> so wait. So, okay. If you meet a guy at the bar and he says, I have a foreskin, and you're like, great, let's go home and dock. Well, it's the first thing that pops in my head. It's the first thing. It's just like, all right, let's do it. Let's yeah. just, let's dock. Well, you got to follow up with, is it longish? Well, it's got to be long enough to fit over somebody else's dick because some people's foreskin is busy. You know, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Say the guy without the foreskin, the foreskinless uh, penis in this situation. Do you wrap the other guy's foreskin around it like a burrito, like a pig in a blanket? Kind of, yeah. And oh you my. just leave it? You're just kind of like, okay, let's just wait a couple seconds. Yeah, I mean, are you texting? Are you like checking Facebook or you your stocks? Or I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean now? Now, so you basically. You wait a few minutes for him to get get himself hard and then get himself around you. And then, you know, at that point, they poke you and they're like, okay, put the phone down. <laughs> it's time. Because what I'm doing is I'm cruising grinder, which is what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> so do you put on your profile on grinder? Like, must be into docking. No, I, well, I'm not that into docking, but. You're not yeah, into. I, why do they call it docking? Because it's like docking, I guess. Like it's like docking a ship, I suppose. Like Star Wars, like a ship assuming coming into another ship. That you're hung like a ship. Okay, all right. See, that's why there's so much docking in Star Wars. And I'm not giving you a spoiler. If you, if you you know if you're going to see the movie, just expect some docking. And now people are not going to be able to get that out of their heads. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Steel, you remember the band Docking? Absolutely. 
<laughs> Do you think Dockage? I mean, that's where they got their name from. Is, is that where the name came from? I'm oh. assuming. <laughs> I think that's where they got the name from. Bringing <laughs> the chains around me. Well, Nobody so, else can bind me. So, Jeffrey, when you're in the middle of a docking or about to begin, do you use terms like engage, number one? Or do you say something like that, like engage? I will now. <laughs> like Captain that's Picard? He doesn't have a ball gag in his mouth at that point. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's Engage. True. Disengage. All right. Wow, that's, that's interesting. I, you know, I was wondering how that went. Yeah, yeah, that's... Exactly how it goes. <laughs> All right. That is good to know. Um, yeah. So your birthday, uh, you had Italian beef sandwiches from Portillo's. How was that? Yeah, it was good. My sister went all uh, out. Jeff, uh, this Italian beef sandwich, is this some sort of euphemism that you guys keep using around the gay community for something else? Italian beef sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> sounds <laughs> delicious. Either way, it sounds delicious. <laughs> it would have been either way, yeah. They're actual way. sandwiches. <laughs> okay. That, I'm hungry what, now all of a sudden and it might be because of the docking <laughs> no, you know I thought Star Wars was good um, yeah. I would recommend seeing it Steel have you seen Star Wars? Mm, I haven't seen Star Wars since the Empire Strikes Back in 1979 <laughs> <laughs> I have seen Spaceballs though does that count? it's not for you know Spaceballs Spaceballs yeah I know <laughs> oh, <okay>. were you <laughs> disappointed? When you found Everything that out. is a porn if you concentrate hard enough. Yeah, you look at from steel. If you look at John Candy as a half man, half dog for too long, you'll get a little hard in the pants. Believe me. You know, you know what's funny? I was talking about this last week. We had a uh, porn star Ryan Keeley on the show, and back in the day when they did porn parodies of movies like Edward Penis Hands or Fatliners, they were actually creative with the titles. Now they just go like Star Wars XXX or Justice League XXX. Yeah, huh. I I think that's kind of bullshit. It's well, a cop out. Now. Yeah, they're not even doing that. I told you, I think the future of porn is musical porn. The problem is, you're gonna have to get porn actors that can sing. Musical porn. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Like doing gay men, like gay men, I'm talking about gay porn because gay men love musicals and they love porn. You know, I'm surprised that I'm surprised they don't have that a musical yeah. porn genre. I was thinking you have to get gay guys that can sing, but they don't get gay guys that can act, so maybe they don't have to get gay guys that can sing well. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought, I thought, well. I, I thought Rent was a gay porn musical, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. In America? <laughs> maybe for you. <laughs> I think everything's a porn for steel. <laughs> it, it sounds like it. I remember when Speaking of Ryan Keeley, I've masturbated to her. I remember going to his house in high school and they were watching Jeff's masturbated to her. That's not all impressive. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Wait, what were you saying, guy? I remember remember going to Steele's house one time or one of the the, the guys' houses and they were all sitting around watching fat liners. (laughs) That would have been my house. Yeah, that was probably your house. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck are you watching? (laughs) (laughs) You know, followed that up with ripples and wrinkles right after that. That's that's the one I remember. I remember Steele several occasions. You would carry that porn with you. You had like the VHS tape in your pocket of your duster and you'd pull out ripples and wrinkles and just put it in the family VCR. Absolutely, especially when the kid's family was in the living room and they went out to get something to eat. I'd put it in there, so then when the mom and dad came back to watch what they were watching, there'd be a fat senior citizen getting fucked in the ass. 
<laughs> that should become a Christmas tradition. Uh, it should. I agree. That, let me follow that up with a question. You, you're still single, right? Steel. Oh, look at me, for sure. I mean, <laughs> just, just wondering. It's no mystery. Steel's been single for like 20 years, right? Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, I, longer. Well, I've been single my whole I've never been married, if that's what you mean. Well, wait, did you almost have a black child? I did have a black child. It's a miracle birth. That's what we're celebrating on the 25th every year. That's what everybody celebrates is my miracle baby. The blackulate conception. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we went into that story many times here on the show. Many times, yes. Yeah, we went to it in detail. But, but you weren't married back then, or was that just like a girlfriend situation? That was a girlfriend situation. She was white, I was white, her baby was black. And it, she got pregnant while we were dating. She got pregnant halfway through. We dated for like two years halfway through. She was pregnant. We're both white. The baby was black, and it was the funniest fucking day of my life. Did she ever accept a drink from Bill Cosby? Uh, possibly. She could have drank the punch at one of his holiday parties, for all I know. That, that, that could have that happened. In he that case, you should have fought him the child. The Soaring Eagle during that time, if I recall. <laughs> the Soaring Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a, back then, I would think it was called the Res. Remember that? <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah, no, that, that, that was that was probably the last girlfriend. That was a long time ago. Long time. Oh ago. yeah, tw- twenty years since I've brought a girl to the dinner table. Well, Steel doesn't play hard to get. Steel plays hard to want. <laughs> so wait, I just play hard. I'm just hard for no reason most of the time. <laughs> So, Steele, when are you going to have Christmas dinner with the family tomorrow? Uh, yeah, on Christmas Day, yeah, Christmas afternoon. I still think you should bring a prostitute to the dinner. I'm thinking a fuck robot. Now no. with these fancy fuck robots, they can carry on a conversation. Come, I think you should come visit here, Steele, because we have a midget prostitute in my neighborhood. Oh, there is a midget prostitute in the Tenderloin. That would be amazing. My parents wouldn't know what to do with a midget sitting at the table, let alone a midget prostitute. Me and a friend of mine were walking down the street, and we determined that if we catch her and keep her in a cage, it's good luck. <laughs> Will she lead you to her pot of, like, crack? I don't know, but uh, yeah, we, it could be. That might be the good luck. <laughs> I remember that midget's been there for quite a few years. We Actually, her in her birdcage and keep her. I think the correct term is dwarf. But uh, you would see her out there. She's like one of the time bandits. And she's been there for years. She is like one of the time bandits. Yeah. And I remember one time I was with an ex-girlfriend and her friends. And we're walking down the street. And we saw that dwarf urinating in between two parked cars. And her friend was drunk and was just like, I got to get this on tape. And she starts recording with her camera. And that little dwarf looks at her and was like, I will cut you, bitch. Keep walking. Do you think a dwarf prostitute that survived in the Tenderloin is somebody you want to mess with? You probably should rethink that. You know that, right? Stephanie's had drinks with her? Yeah. When? Could you tell the two apart? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Time out. Stephanie had drink with the angry, drunken dwarf who was pissing between two vehicles? Yeah. Excuse me while I masturbate. You guys got to slow down. I'm masturbating like a fiend over here. I can't keep up with my own masturbatory acts. Steel, yeah, are you docking with your hand? I'm doing what I, yes, I am. I have an accent. I'm, do- I'm pretending the sleeve of my sweatshirt is the other man's foreskin. 
Luckily, this show will be recorded, and you can play it again later. <laughs> you can you can go over that. Wait, so she's had drinks with the door. Does she know the door's first name? I don't know, but I know she's had drinks with her. <laughs> I think her first name is Gnome. Weird dirty bar that she goes to. <laughs> oh, at that oh at that gross bar. Wackily won't even go in that house, bar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's a that's a goddamn lie. You know I will go in that bar. <laughs> I thought you did like it though. Did you say it was a shithole? Well, I don't need to like it, it but I go in there frequently with them. <laughs> okay, I bet Mario has a crank towel on the wall. I just having drinks with Stephanie in there one time, and this fucking crackhead comes in there just walking up and down the aisle, and then when everyone's like, "No, fuck off," she tries to take Stephanie's jacket. <laughs> I, the, last time I, the last time I was in there, grab Stephanie's jacket from her and put it back down the stool. The last yeah. time I was in there, some senior citizen gay guy, uh, like a you know those people that aren't really homeless, but they're sort of on the way there. <laughs> like, yeah, you're, like, I'm, you're talking to one of them right now. Okay. Well, one of them came in and tried to talk to this older gay guy, and the older gay guy just lost his mind and started screaming, and you know he like caused a huge scene. Um, that was me, Wackerly. It wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've been in there with that. You know that one bartender that kind of looks like a crackhead. I think they all do. All she like guess. slapped yeah, some customer. Yeah, just reached back and just slapped him right across the face. I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> but that's the type of bar you only order a beer. Like I don't even trust their drinks. Well, I, I didn't. I mean, didn't Big Jared get a disease from the beer glass <laughs> there? So you shouldn't even be doing that. I think you should. I think the opposite. You should be ordering the stronger stuffs to try and kill anything that's on the glass. There, yeah. Or just drink <laughs> it. <laughs> drink it from a straw or something. Yeah. I would touch Bring my lips straw to those glasses. Yeah. God, that place. Well, that's funny. It doesn't. It, it makes sense that that uh, the midget would probably hang out there. I wonder if Stephanie was the same size as the midget. Stephanie was actually a little taller. Towering what? over her like Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> I asked Stephanie that she was a little bit taller. Stephanie has this like infatuation with people smaller than her, like little people. <laughs> like whenever she sees one, she not, chases not them around. Though, right? We're not talking no, about. I'm, I'm talking about adults here. <laughs> Adults that are smaller. Not I'm not saying not children. She should like move children. to Chinatown. <laughs> she basically lives pretty She's close. still shorter than all those people. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, I think she's shorter than most Chinese. She takes advantage of her big uh you know, Jewish hair and yes. poofs that up and that that yeah, adds like, like six foot. or seven inches, right? Yeah, yeah the Jew frog is at least foot. five inches. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, guy uh Jer was telling me last night. Uh, I guess you brought Myrna to the movie, right? I did bring my friend Myrna, yeah. And I guess Myrna was like taking a really loud shit in the bathroom while humming like a Diana Ross song. Why would you say that? She was not. <laughs> That's what Jer- we asked Big Jer about it. I know when Myrna did in the bathroom. He didn't, he didn't take a shit in the bathroom. <laughs> Ask Big Jer. He didn't. I don't think he was hallucinating. But I was wondering, is that like what a lot of older gay men do? You hum Diana Ross while you... Uh, or Gloria um, Gaynor. Or Gloria Gaynor, like I will survive while you're taking a shit? Yeah, well, that's true, yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. It's like... It- I'd be singing It's Raining Men. <laughs> Absolutely, drop a deuce and it's raining men bubbling out of the skull. I'm gonna sing some docking songs. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, did they didn't Dokken do like one of these songs from Nightmare on Elm Street, like Dream Peace yes. or something? 
Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. That's what it was. Yep. I Great tune. The haunting vocals of Dan Bracken. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Jeffrey, are you working Christmas Eve at the bar? Is the bar open on Christmas Eve? It is open, but I'm not working. I'm working Monday, Christmas Day. Wow. So, wait, I, do, do they have other Jews that work there? No, we have agnostics, I guess. I oh, they just don't is. celebrate it. Is yeah. Christmas Eve typically a big night, like a, like a, is a busy night? Yeah, it's dead. Oh, is it, what about Christmas Day? It's busier than Christmas Eve. Oh, okay, so you'll probably make some money then. Yeah, hopefully. Do you guys play, like, uh, Christmas songs, and is it, like, very Christmassy? No, not nights I work, because we do uh, show tunes. <laughs> show, show tunes? Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny? That's well, Rosemary Christ- Clooney. That's our, our busiest nights of the week. <laughs> wow, the show tunes night's the busiest night of the week. Two of them, yeah. We have three of them, actually. Three show tunes nights. Wow, that's that's uh, that's. I can see that being popular. I guess it's very oh. popular. Now, is is Oklahoma included in those show tunes? Very much so. Probably two or three times. No, really. Okay. Yeah. What's what's the number one show tune in the gay bar community? Like, if, of all the show tunes, which one's like Frozen? The biggest one. What's one? Frozen. Frozen. Oh, that's that's like a newer thing, though, right? That's like a show. Disney. It's a Disney show. Okay. Yeah, I'm unfamiliar with that. Well, you need you need to get the steel. You need to get some Disney in your life. Well, it must be awful to work. Does everybody sing the songs while they're playing? The whole bar singing the songs. You can hear them down the street. Wow, I would rather masturbate with a handful of glass than attend that. <laughs> that, that would yeah. be that would be my worst nightmare. Just sitting in a room with everyone singing show tunes. <laughs> well, what do you have against fun? Yeah, yeah you know the other day, fun guy. Speaking of rent, the other day, uh, my girlfriend was like, I, if you watch Rent with me, I'll watch Bad Santa 2. Because I hadn't seen Bad Santa 2, but she hated Bad Santa 1, and I wanted to see Bad Santa 2. So I had to sit through Rent to watch Bad Santa 2, and it wasn't worth it. <laughs> Do you see that, Wackerly? Bad Santa 2? Rent? No, Bad yeah, Santa 2. Yeah, I saw it. It had its moments, but it wasn't, you know, Bad Santa 1 is a, we watch it every year around these parts. Do you think it w- would be worth sitting through Rent to no, watch? No, of course not. No. God. <laughs> I was just like, I just got a raw deal. Raw deal. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> anyway we gotta wrap the show up guy uh happy birthday man and uh Thanks. happy holidays and all that i hope uh, hope you make some cash for uh christmas me too yeah um you know what uh, real quick we did have an email from a listener here this guy sven he was saying sorry to ask a stupid question i understand if you can't be bothered to get back on me back to me on this but whatever happened to wackerly did he finally get shot in Oakland? Was he raped by a tranny? I seem to recall he got married, so I suppose he's now a proper growing up or something, inspecting prison light bulbs with his pocket protector firmly placed in his breast pocket. But what happened to him? Well, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> if you're not on the podcast, like he ceased to exist. These people have a problem with uh, what is that? Uh, per, you know, persistence, illusion of persistence, or whatever. <laughs> they cover up their eyes like the world goes away. Well, you know, remember back then people used to say, like, all you guys are two dudes in my iPod? Yeah. I, I think that's what it, what it is. Now that you're not in the iPod anymore, you just cease to exist. 
<laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I'm, I'm doing the same things I always did. I just don't do the podcast. So <laughs> I know it's t- I know it's tough to imagine <laughs> that that there's an actually another life outside of the podcast. No, no, it's the same exact life. It just doesn't have one thing. The podcast. <laughs> it's not the, the, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, we get a lot of listeners that say your wife is Yoko Ono. Like she broke up the podcast. That that's a common thing. A lot of people are like, "Fucking Yoko Ono broke up the podcast," and it's like actually, it's the other way around. Your wife wanted you to keep doing it. You know, I think it's it's more like Hall and Oates, where you know Daryl Hall just said, you know, Oates is really dragging dragging down the sex appeal of the group. And uh, I don't know which one of us is which. I, I guess you're Daryl Hall because you still do it. So. But Hollow Notes still, you know, still does reunion tours, which is kind of yeah, what today is. Right now, so. Yeah, it's kind of what today is. Which one of you is Hall and which one of you is Oates? Well, I, I think D is Daryl Hall because he still is, you know, the more prominent podcaster. I, what does Oates do? Well, <laughs> Who I, knows? I agree, I agree with you a whole heart. Nobody knows what I, I think Oates is now doing porn. <laughs> I hope Oates is now doing your own porn. conclusions then. I think we have to do some MMA to figure out who could be Hall and who could be Oates. Which, which, I don't know which one's which, but whichever one had the curly hair and the mustache always had the greatest porn look in the history of the planet. That, that's, that's Oates. That would be Oates. That's Oates, yeah. yeah. Well, he writes, the show is still entertaining, and there's a good chance I'll find its way back into my regular rotation. Oh, please do. Yours sincerely, Sven. Well, thank you, Sven, for that. Uh, people, you can uh, get some extra stuff on the Patreon page. Just go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. We have outtakes, extra stories, phone calls, all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, we also have a Red Bubble store. Go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store and buy some Sick and Wrong merch. Finally, here the Sick and Wrong song of the week. Are you guys familiar with this Christmas album? I think it should be a classic. It's called, uh, the song is called If It Doesn't Snow for Christmas, and the artist is Joe Pesci. Did you know he did a Christmas record? I did not. I did not know that. Yeah, the the Christmas album is called Vincent LaGuardia Gambini Sings Just For You. And it's his character from uh, that movie, My Cousin Vinny. (laughs) (laughs) In the movie, Pesci stars Vinny, an inexperienced lawyer who comes to the rescue of his wrongly accused cousin, Billy Gambini, played by Ralph Macchio. Oscar-winning movie, by the way. A damn fine film. Who was that? Who was it? Was it uh, who was the woman in that? She was really hot. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Yeah. I heard it was she's a mistake. She's in the new Spider-Man movie just now. Well, well she, she shows her tits in the wrestler, which is all yes. you see. Yes. Oh, amazing. Still. Very amazing. Was she yeah. ever harassed? Probably. I mean, how could you not? <laughs> well, I jerked off to her without her consent. That, uh, so you've been harassing right her. That's harassment. I think um, so I used her before Weinstein was Weinstein. <laughs> Pulled the Weinstein. So the, the song is called If It Doesn't Snow for Christmas. It's actually a Gene Autry classic. And this is Joe Pesci's version. Uh, before becoming a professional actor, Joe Pesci was a lounge singer. I had no idea. So we're going to end the show with that. I can see that. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Uh, thank you, uh, Jeffrey. Uh, thank you, Seal. Thank you, Wackerly, for being on uh, the holiday show. Oh, Happy holidays. Happy New Year to everybody. We'll be back next year with episode 616. Till then, right. take a sleazy. Yeah. Santa works all day in his workshop, making a lot of games and toys. Then one day he hops in his sleigh to bring them to the
the girls and boys Santa's just as nice as he could be There's just one fucking thing that worries me If it doesn't snow on Christmas How's fat ass gonna use that sleigh? In case of rain, would there be a train That'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow this Christmas How's fat ass get around to us? Say he breaks down on his way to town Would they let him use a bus? I sent him a nice long letter And I hope it's not in vain I really would feel much better If the fat fuck flew a plane Now they say he got a reindeer For the sleigh he's driving here But how the fuck's he go If it doesn't snow on Christmas this year Take it boys Ah, that's so pretty Wonderful love Fucking wonderful. I sent him a nice long letter, and I hope it's not in vain. I really would feel much better if the fat fuck flew a plane. Now they say he got a reindeer for the sleigh he's driving here. But how the fuck's he go if it doesn't snow on Christmas? This year, all right. I got a treat for you. Listen to these kids. Are they great? Beautiful, beautiful. Kids, great or what? Ah, they're wonderful ones. Ah, ah, watch your mouth. Your mothers might be listening now. That's very sweet. Terrific kids, terrific. You're just great. Everybody come over here. You did a great job and I got candy for everybody. Alright, alright. Which one of you little pricks stole all the fucking candy canes? Ah, nice, nice kids. Where'd you get them? From a fucking jail? Fucking reform school brats. Get the fuck out of here, all of you. You know, we're getting near that beautiful Christmas season that people don't talk about anymore. <laughs> They don't use the word Christmas because it's not politically correct. You go to department stores and they'll say Happy New Year and they'll say other things and it'll be red. They'll have it painted, but they don't say, well, guess what? We're saying Merry Christmas again.